welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. Well, it's great to be here again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful, the worship this morning? We've already been in the presence of God. What a wonderful time that was. Do you know, this is uh, Palm Sunday. Is that right? And where, where they worshipped the Lord when he came to Jerusalem. He was coming to Jerusalem and he asked for a coat, a coat that was a new coat nobody had written on before. And um, <clears throat> they put their coats on the, on the coat. They laid the coats down and they had palm trees, <clears throat> leafy trees on the floor, on the ground. And that was their form of worship, worshipping him as he came to Jerusalem. Amen. But we worshipped him this morning. Oh, God. Worship, worship him in truth and sincerity. Hallelujah. Well, I've been asked to just to speak about Jesus and his wonderful name. Jesus, as he had his life, you know, when I was reading when you read the Bible, when you read about Jesus, there's so much. I mean, how can you speak about Jesus' life? It didn't even start. It didn't start at his birth. How many know that he was here before that? Yes, amen. And through the Old Testament, we can see that. Right into the new. Oh, praise God. So just... Um, I'll turn you just to uh, Philippians 2. <clears throat> Do you put that up? Jesus was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation tells us that. He was the lamb slain. Hallelujah. So Philippians 2, we read here. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a servant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of those in heaven, those on the earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is the Lord. Hallelujah. Every tongue confess that Jesus is the Lord, the glory of God the Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. A name which is above every name. Praise God. And over here from Philippians, Philippians 3 and verse, from verse 10, it's an exhortation to know Christ from Paul. Praise God. Paul a wonderful man of God, as you know. But yet he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection of, from the dead, 
Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Praise God. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. That's what we all do. We press on, press on. It doesn't matter what life brings, what life throws at you, but we press on. We can never, ever have enough. We press on as Paul's prayer. Hallelujah. So we see Jesus said at his birth, taken into the temple, given that wonderful name, Jesus. So we see him, and he was the, the word. It says in John, in John chapter 1, it says that Jesus came in the beginning. We'll just read that anyway. There's a lot of scriptures, but... You know, just to read the word. You know, in, in, in Ezra and uh, Isaiah's day, they just stood up and they read the word to the people. It was just the word. Praise God for there's great power in the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It's just, <laughs> it's just wonderful, you know. I know these scriptures. I know that because... In Ecclesiastes, it says there's nothing new under the sun. So I'm not bringing any new message today. I'm not bringing any message either to tickle the ears. But I'm bringing the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. And then verse 14 says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. So he's here today. He's, he's here. He's here in spirit today. But the flesh came. Uh, Jesus came in the flesh. The word came among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth amen thank you lord thank you jesus the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the earth yes and in, in um, he came and he continually he continually surrendered his will in obedience to God's will. And that's so important that we surrender to the Lord. We all have our wills. We have a will that we can do this or that if we want to. It's our will. It's our prerogative. But Jesus came and he knew the Father's will and he came to do that will. Have we come to do the will of God today? Do we know the will of God today? If we don't know the will of God, let's seek him until we find out, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because I have a part to play. 
I'm just, I'm not here just by design or purpose of anybody, but I am here for the design and purpose of God. I'm your servant. First of all, we're servants of the Lord. We're all his servants. We're all his servants today. Praise God. So come and join with us servants. We come together in this place. We come to worship him as we were doing today, worshiping the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Amen. The beauty of holiness. Praise God. So Jesus came in obedience to God's will. You know what? He left his splendor in heaven. He left, he laid aside his divine attributes, his deity. He emptied himself of his glory. You know, that's came to earth. You know, the humble came to earth as a humble baby in a manger. Praise God, the mighty Son of God, the mighty one whose name is Great Jehovah, thou art mighty God. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you this morning. You are worthy of our worship. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus came to this earth and he shed, he shed here. He shed many a tear in the presence of his Father. You know, he went up the mountain to pray. Always Jesus left the crowd and went up to be alone with his Father. And you know, to be alone with Jesus, that's the precious, precious thing that we need. We need to draw aside sometimes from family, from the crowds. We need to draw aside and worship God. Our own time. Yes, it's good to be amongst people and it's good to rejoice before him. But you know, when you draw aside, come away, my beloved, he said. Come away and be with me. And that's what the Lord just wants. He wants our attention. He wants our love. And he wants us, you know, to, to do that, you know, willingly that we will give our time and attention to him praise god you know there's much that he has to show us you know at times when jesus was baptized he came to be baptized from john john said that he wasn't worthy he said i'm not worthy i'm not worthy to to loose even the sandals of your feet i'm not worthy but Jesus said, do so because it, this is prophesied that, you know, I've come to you to be baptized. So in the baptism of Jesus, the Holy Spirit came upon him, remember, in the shape of a dove, and it remained upon him. And it all through scripture, this is what happened. Jesus knew the scripture. He knew what was going to happen, and he knew what the end was. He knew he was going to the cross. He was relentless. He was determined. He didn't turn back. There's no turning back. Sometimes we think, oh, that's too much for me to do. I couldn't do it. You know, sometimes we turn back, but there's no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. 
I have decided. The world behind me, the cross before me, I have decided to follow him. Amen. So John 3 and 16 tells us, for God so loved the world, you know, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That was his desire, should not perish, but of everlasting life. Jesus wants us all. The world, he doesn't want anybody to perish, but unfortunately, people have their own will. And they'll say, oh, I, they don't believe that there even is a hell to go to. But the Bible tells us we need to know the word to tell people, yes, there is a hell. A hell to shun because it's eternity we're talking about. Not just a matter of 70 years or more, but it's eternity. And uh, Jesus is concerned about that. So praise God, the love of God. So... um, I just have a few more uh, scriptures here. In, uh, after the baptism, after his baptism, immediately the Spirit took him into the wilderness. He went into the wilderness to be tempted of the enemy. But not only that, he was 40 days. And he was there uh, to worship God as well. He was there set aside to speak with the Lord. He was there, and the Spirit of God spoke to him in the wilderness. Praise God. Praise God. Angels came and ministered to him. He wasn't alone. The angels were there. So, you know, I often think about the wilderness, uh, not eating, not drinking, anything for 40 days. So he was weak, he was a man, he came as a man in the flesh, and he suffered pain like we would, he suffered hunger and he suffered thirst, but yet he was willing, this is what the Spirit of God said, go in to the wilderness, I have a lot to speak to you about, in preparation for the ministry, Jesus hadn't started his ministry yet. And we need preparation. And this is where we find being alone with God. We need to have the preparation. Through prayer and fasting, a great tool. Drawing aside to hear from God. Testimony. Where is your testimony? What have you got to share today? Being alone with God, you have many things to share because of the word, and he will turn you to that word. Many times when we're seeking God, it would just turn over, and there's a verse of scripture, and it's just, we say, just for me, just for me, Lord, but it's just for you. In that situation, he gives us a word for the situation, you know? So um, in the wilderness of prayer and fasting, preparation for what lies ahead and he knew that he needed the strength of God so I just want to give a personal testimony of uh, Pastor John whenever 
whenever he was seeking God, before any ministry, whenever, just not long after the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and when he'd come back from Bible college, when we started ministry in our, in our house, just prayer meetings at the time. But I remember he, he said, I'm going to go into the small bedroom, and I'm going to fast and pray. And as long as it takes to hear from God, to hear so I said, well, that's fine. I had the two children at the time, small. And I said, I'll keep them out of your way and not disturb you at any time. So he said he'd just walk across to the bathroom and back. And uh, I never saw him. <laughs> I didn't see him for three days. <laughs> and I knew that he was up there. I heard him. I knew he was up there praying. And uh, I was praying for him too. But he was praying in preparation for his ministry. But he knew the calling of God on our lives. So I, was, I took the children out mostly to, to keep him, to give him um, peace that they wouldn't sort of run up and disturb him or anything. But that is it. It's important to have that anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I remember the time that he came. He came out. He came down after the three days, and he said, God has spoken to me. God has shown me the deliverance ministry and for praying for the sick. And he came out, and he was, his face was aglow. And uh, <clears throat> first thing he said, what have you got to eat? <laughs> <clears throat> so it was, uh, it was a morning, a morning time. And I said, well, let's go over. We'll go over and see my mum, take the children. So we went over there, and uh, mum made him a big breakfast. <laughs> she made him a fry, an Ulster fry. And you know that he hadn't eaten for those times, and he hadn't drunk, drunk anything. He didn't take a drink. But um, <clears throat> he suffered after that. Oh, he said... <laughs> when, he, when he got that fry before him, he said, Oh, praise God, this is lovely. <laughs> when he saw it, when he smelled it. But after that, I'm telling you, he had some pains in his stomach. <laughs> he didn't realize that, you know, just to come back gradually was fruit juices and, and soups and soft foods. But he went in for this big fry. But anyway, he survived. <laughs> he survived. But that was his wilderness experience. <laughs> this is good. So it's a time for preparing for ministry, as I said. A time for focusing on his purpose. And a time for dedication. Lord, for laying aside personal desires and goals. Have we ever done that? I remember the time when we were called as a side in our ministry, just laying things down. I would have liked to have done this. I would have liked to have done that. You know, I was given the, the Lord this rhetoric of mine. <laughs> And John's as well. We all have desires. We all want this and we, we want good things, you know. 
So I was remembering that before we came to Ireland, before we were called into ministry, we were looking for glory. I say that. We were looking for glory. It was for ourselves. And that's the glory. And uh, we were looking for a good house and, you know, all the things for the children. And we were planning this and planning our life, you know. And uh, I, can, I, I pictured myself in this house and with the children. You know, I had all those pictures in front of me. John was looking for a, a good position in work. He, he was looking for the best, really, applying for, for, for jobs. And then we came to Ireland. He came seeking a position here because he'd got an interview. But it was God, it wasn't God's will. It wasn't God's will for us to, to do any of those things. But we didn't know it then. And uh, we came to a meeting, which was to be a, it was to be really a gospel mission. And uh, we came there and we didn't want to come. We were just invited there to help with the ministry. And it was there that God spoke to us. And he said, lay down your life for me. So we were striving before that and before we just said, yes, Lord. The Holy Spirit just was working upon us that night and we just stood up and surrendered our life to the Lord. In this meeting, there was others as well stood before God. And then after that on the Monday, we were invited, and my mother had paid for tickets for the Full Gospel Businessmen's meeting, and it was there that we received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and things were so, so different, so different. So praise God, the baptism, it's a baptism of power in the Holy Ghost. We didn't have that. We could hardly clap our hands. We were in the Brethren in England, and... It was good teaching and everything, but we couldn't even, we, were, we weren't liberated. And uh, as God was calling us, he called us from that, actually from that night. Pastor Edgar spoke to us and he said uh, to John, oh, you're a minister, aren't you? He said, no, no, I'm not a minister. He was still seeking employment at this time. He says, well, you will be. He prophesied that night into John's life. Praise God. So that changed him. It changed us both because we loved the Lord. We laid down our own desires. We laid down our desires and, and took up God's desires. <laughs> God's desire is always better. God's will. This is what Jesus was saying, seeking the Father's will. He never did anything. He didn't do anything on his own but he sought the Father's will. Anything he saw the Father do, he did. So praise God, he had the love of God. So, hey, I'll say now. 
you know, <laughs> I was saying to Jonathan, I had all the, the scriptures out of Jesus' life and ministry, and uh, I had so many scriptures in my head. <laughs> I had so many scriptures that um, I was getting mixed up. Well, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> He's so good. Amen. 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 So, uh, let's see now. I had so many scriptures here to share with you. Amen. That is my desire, the desire of the Holy Spirit. His Spirit rests upon us. Hallelujah. What more? What more? Hallelujah. What more can we want when we have the Spirit of God dwelling upon us? Jesus, when he came up out of the waters, had the physical people saw that John saw the, the, the dove on his head, the Holy Spirit rested upon him. Praise God, the wonderful, mighty anointing of God. That's who Jesus is. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So um, I'm just going to turn now to you know, Jesus before the cross, he, came, he prayed for himself. And we see that in John 17. Maybe you could put up John 17. As Christ prays, he prays for himself because he knew he needed the strength. As I said, he was just a man and he knew he was going to the cross. He knew all that would take place, that the scripture would be fulfilled. So Jesus spoke these words and he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may also glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should have eternal, give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, Holy Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Amen. Praying for himself. He needed he needed to be strengthened for what was ahead of him. Praise God. Amen. He says in, uh, he, he comforts his disciples with the words, let not, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Amen. So that is comforting. Jesus always speaks 
to bring us up and to comfort us and with peace. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. So we've no need to fear in any way, in any case. No matter what it is, no matter if you've heard bad news or whatever, there's no need to fear. Praise God. God will bring you through. He will bring you through. He says, and now that I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he is nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as I love the Father, give me commandment, so I do. Arise and let us go from here. Jesus knew. And his disciples, you know, followed him all the way. And when they were going to Jerusalem, he had to go to Jerusalem to be crucified. So on the way to Jerusalem, the disciples were with him. And he was speaking to them and he said, um, trying to tell them, that he was going to suffer many things. He was going to, you know, be beaten and bruised. He said he's going to be put on the cross. And he told them everything. But they didn't understand. They didn't believe it. They said, oh, no. And Peter said, no, you, you, you won't die. You won't die. They didn't want him. They didn't want to think about that. That was depressing for them. They didn't want to see, hear him saying that he's going to leave them. He's going to be crucified. He, he thought that they were, they thought that he was coming to bring glory uh, on earth, to set up his kingdom. He was going to set up the, an earthly kingdom. That's what they thought, because he'd, they'd heard the scriptures about the kingdom of God. So he said, are you going to set up your kingdom now on earth? And so <laughs> they didn't understand. They said this all the, all the way along, and they kept arguing as well. And some scriptures say that um, they wanted the first place. Lord, when you go to glory, can I sit on this side, right-hand side, and the left-hand side? They wanted just for themselves a selfish love, the glory. But... That wasn't Jesus' plan. And he kept saying, and as Peter said, I, I'll never deny you. But he said, yes, you will. Three times you will deny me and then the cock will crow. Praise God. God's word is so, honestly, when you read the word of God and you see all that Christ suffered, Our suffering, just if we think we're suffering in any shape or form, it's nothing. It's nothing. Forgive us, Lord. So on the cross, he said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They know not what they do. These, are, these men just were led by the enemy, just pounding, just whipping Jesus, 
and the, the terrible Roman whips, you know, they had, um, they had uh, studs in them and which ripped the back of Jesus before he even took up his cross, ripped his back open. Oh, it's, it's just very hard to read. But, you know, that film of the passion of anybody has seen it. You know, they made it very, very sort of plain and very clear, I think, of Jesus' sufferings. But even that, it was worse even than that. For it says um, in Isaiah that his face was marred more than any man's. They didn't recognize him. He said he was bruised for our iniquities. So, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your suffering. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. And, and just this Sunday coming up to Friday is Good Friday. And, uh, you know, we will all turn to Good Friday. Even the children in schools are taught about the suffering of Christ. But then, you know, on Sunday, we come and we will be, will be worshiping him. And say, he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Praise God. Up from the grave, he arose triumphant over his foes <laughs> amen so thank you lord thank you for your life on earth thank you for you showed us lord how to walk how to live humbly before you lord giving you praise and giving you glory putting you first and seeking god first in the kingdom hallelujah hallelujah thank you for your kingdom is righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's just worship him in praise. Uh, I've asked, would you come up and play? Um, there's a lovely song, um, Majesty. Worship his majesty. I wonder, can we just all stand to sing this? If we have it on, on overhead. Majesty, praise the Lord, praise God. Amen, amen. Majesty worship. Hallelujah. Our worship is majesty. Majesty.
Thank you so much. We don't take it for granted, Lord. We appreciate all that you did. We appreciate you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. God is good. Amen. If anybody wants to surrender their lives to God, surrender all. You just do so where you are. Just say, Lord, I surrender all. All. surrender all give you all the glory in Jesus name Amen Thank you for joining us We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week For more information visit us at Bangor Community Church. Or find us on Facebook.